This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is Small Biz Spotlight, featuring up-close interviews with small business leaders and entrepreneurs across America. And now, here's your host, David Wolf. She's a business and economic development professional that truly understands the plight of small business. For years, Sherry St. George has been helping small business owners start up and grow their own businesses, and she has a unique perspective on how to succeed, really from the ground up. Joining us on the line from her offices in Scottsdale, Arizona, is Sherry St. George. She's a small business financing consultant. Sherry, welcome to the program. Thank you, David. You've written that as you were growing up in your own family's business, everyone, including the kids, helped in this business while your mother raised three children as a single mother. What were those early years like for you, and how did it help shape your interest in financing and small business? Well, as a young girl, I actually had a new perspective on due diligence and work ethics at a very young age. And Scottsdale, Arizona at one time was a very small town. When Growing up, we knew all of the neighbors, all of the merchants and the people in the community. So economic development at its best. Wow. So as you worked in your own family business, how did this shape you? First of all, what kind of business was it and how did you participate as a child? Well, my mother had a beauty salon on Camelback and Scottsdale Road. Little did we know that that would be the heart of Scottsdale one day. And just kind of learning what she did in order to run her company, um, you have to have a lot of self-discipline. You had to learn all the backside of the office procedures. I wasn't allowed to work in the hair salon because you can't do that, of course, without a license. So I did all of the admin work. I did the cleanup. I catered to the customers and on and on. So we learned a lot from the ground up. Yeah, it's a very simple business model, and that's a great place to start. Sherry, you've been in the small business space for quite a while. Have you ever seen the banking industry like this? No. As a matter of fact, I have associates that actually are close to retirement age, and they have never seen the industry hit quite so hard, especially the banking industry. So financing is a real challenge these days. Sherry, some people say that the banks aren't lending, and others say that the borrowers aren't looking to borrow. They're afraid to go to the banks. How do you see the dynamics between banks, community banks, and small business owners who need the funds but are reluctant to go try to get them? 
Well, there's a couple of avenues that I see that the small business owners could look at as far as opportunities go and not necessarily directly to a bank or the banking industry. Uh, Many of my small businesses, many times, even though they've been doing well because the industry was good and all of a sudden the bottom dropped out, find themselves needing consultants and some type of support, maybe even getting a little bit re-educated on how to do a business plan, put a performer together. If they've had a couple of tough years where their cash flow isn't good, um, they're in a quandary and they know that they can't go directly to the bank with those type of records. So I work very closely with the SBDC, which is called the Small Business Development Center. It's a huge network here in Arizona. And um, they have consultants, uh, just like I consult, um, free of charge. Their consultants are made available. And many times we have to start there before we even get them ready to go look at a bank. And there's so many different types of banks that won't even talk to certain industries. It's just been a real challenge for the borrower, if you will, or the small businesses to figure out what's going to be the best path. You know, they're just trying to keep alive and keep things growing and going. And and employment's huge. You know, they want to keep their good employees. And the economic development of job creation is huge. Small business uh, development centers help with that, and so does the SBA, because those government programs, quite honestly, as I see it in the next few years, is going to be huge in the support. If you're just joining us, we're visiting with Sherry St. George. She's a financial consultant for small business, helps uh, business owners start up entrepreneurs uh, or growth stage companies get the financing they need for their business. Uh, You're located in Scottsdale, Arizona. Do you practice outside of that area? Absolutely. I have traveled the whole state. Uh, Maricopa County is my main focus, but I've actually traveled all over for the small businesses in their development stages. Sherry, let's look at some of the SBA programs that you tend to like to recommend. What are they and and how do they work and how you uh, like to frame them for the small business owner? Well, as a result of the Small Business Jobs Act of 2010, the SBA loan programs have actually been improvised and expanded to be a little bit more user-friendly. They have the 7A loan program from $2 million as a limit before. Now it's up to $5 million. There's the Small Rural Lender Advantage program, and that actually is a maximum amount of $350,000 to be lent. The SBA Express is the same amount, $350,000. It only guarantees 50% of the loan, whereas the 7A and the Rural Lender Advantage is more around the 75% loan guarantee which is very important for a bank when they're taking a look at this um, as to whether they want to take a chance on that borrower and sign off and approve it. Another one is Patriot Express. Now, that helps uh, in a lot of ways for the veterans that are out there. And the loan amount limits $500,000, but it can go up to a 75% loan guarantee. And the nice thing about all of these programs, if, in fact, you can qualify, uh, most of them are 85 to 90%, the bank will finance and the and the borrower only has to come in with a 10% or 15% down for example if they were buying a business acquiring a business 
business, buying a building, it's so much more affordable as opposed to like a conventional loan, which is 20 to 30 percent down. Right. So you're talking about uh, the jargon is loan to value there for uh, those listening that may not be aware of how those ratios work. So two different concepts there. One is the amount that the lender under the SBA programs will lend, a percentage of the total project or purchase money required. And then the other percentage you mentioned is the, the amount the government will guarantee, which protects the bank in the process of making the loan. That is correct. Thank you uh, for that walkthrough, by the way. A lot of great programs. And as you talk to small business owners uh, in your area and outside around the state, what are the, the, the hot buttons for them? What are you hearing from them that is most challenging right now? Well, obviously, because 2008 and 2009 were such tough years for most of the industries out there, and the real estate values. If yeah. they own a building or are looking to buy a building, many times the appraisals don't even come in at the appropriate amount in order for a lender to lend on it. Or they're upside down. You know, they all of a sudden their $1 million building is now only worth a half a million, which unfortunately gives them negative equity. And those ratios obviously are red flags for lenders. So um, the hurdles that you have to jump through are much higher these days for the borrower. And that's what I'm seeing out there. And that's mostly things that it's kind of an inevitable thing that's going to happen. It's a sign of the economics. And uh, they're in a quandary of, as to how to mitigate that. And obviously consultants such as myself know some of the tricks and the ways to get around it, but it takes a lot more due diligence. We're visiting with Sherry St. George. She's a financial consultant for small business and entrepreneurs. The website, www.sherry, is S-H-E-R-R-Y, St. George, just like it sounds, S-E-N-T-G-E-O-R-G-E.com, S-E-N-T-George.com. So it's SherryStGeorge.com. Sherry, shall I give the, uh, the phone number for folks as well? Absolutely. Sherry can be reached at 602-618-7887. That's 602-618-7887 for more information about how she can help our listener, our small business owner with your small business needs and financing. What else should we cover as uh, you, know, you think about the needs of, of uh, entrepreneurs, small business? Are there particular sectors that you tend to work with more than others or does it run the gamut? Um, You know, actually, um, in my historical past of assisting small businesses, I have focused on women-owned businesses and had great success with working with women-owned businesses. uh, The SBA obviously loves to assist any minority or women-owned businesses and have um, helped develop some programs that assist. There are many programs out there that they could qualify for, and especially if they're a startup business that are not necessarily kind of out of outside the box I'm direct loan direct capital associates out there that can get them uh, maybe financing that they need that's not necessarily SBA but SBA loves the the women-owned businesses and there's just so many programs out there for them it's always fun to sit down and talk with them because cities have incentive programs for women-owned businesses as well and of course they always look for job creation Absolutely. And by the way, you mentioned the SBTCs. They are it's actually a national network, aren't they? Yes, they are. This particular one in Arizona is associated with Maricopa Community Colleges and the SBA. Sherry, how do the minority-owned programs the SBA offers, or those for women, differ from some of the programs we discussed earlier in this segment? 
actually the women-owned businesses and the minority-owned, there are special set-aside programs for them that the government has. One, for example, is the 8A program, whereas, let's, for example, you are a manufacturer and um, you are looking to get into some of these larger contracts. Let's just say Boeing, for example. If you were already 8A certified, and there are all types of programs where you can get certifications, especially in the community, but also nationally. It gives you an edge anywhere from 5% to 15% on your bids. So then when you're bidding those contracts, you get on the preferred bid list. So that's huge, huge for a lot of these companies and really makes a difference in these tough times. Oh, wow. That's a great, great clue for those looking to procure more business from uh, the government and, and other programs. Sherry St. George has been our guest here on the Small Biz Spotlight. The website, www.sherrysentgeorge.com, just like it sounds. That's S-H-E-R-R-Y-S-E-N-T-George.com. For more information, you can also reach her at 602-618-7887. Consulting, help with your small business, getting the financing you need. Sherry, when you can't go to banks, where do you recommend folks go, and do you have resources? Yes, I do. I'll just give you one example because there's many out there, and it all depends on the, the needs of the small business and what we think they could uh, have their best opportunities at. But there's a Hispanic company called Chicanos por la Causa, which I had worked for for six years in financing government programs and economic development. Now, they get uh, an opportunity to present to the community uh, loan programs where borrowers, existing businesses, new businesses can go to. You don't have to be Hispanic. Most of them are government programs, but some of them it's private money. Some come from institutions. Some of them come from insurance companies. And these millions of dollars are set aside for these small businesses to come and apply for loans for. And the whole focus is is about job creation, empowering these people to have a better quality of life, and helping and assisting the community they live in. Are you connected also with some of the micro lenders that might be located in Scottsdale? Yes, actually, Chicano's Portal Casa is one of the micro lenders. There's only three micro lenders in the state of Arizona. So that is one in particular. Actually, if anybody wants to get a list from me, they could hit my website, and I'd be happy to send it out. All right, perfect. And once again, the website is www.sherrysentgeorge.com for more information or 602-618-7887. Sherry, a pleasure to have you. Thanks for joining us on the program. Thank you so very much. You've been listening to Small Biz Spotlight, up-close interviews with small business leaders and entrepreneurs across America. For more information about our guests or to subscribe, visit smallbizamerica.com. Small Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.